This is Pastor Flosser, and you're getting ready to listen to the preached Word of God taken directly from one of our services at Faith and Truth Assembly in Thomasville, Pennsylvania. We hope it is a blessing to you, and if you could take some time and just go over to the Contact Us tab on this website and send us a little message. Let us know if there's any questions we can answer, any prayer requests we can bring before the Lord on your behalf. We want to help you in any way we can. God bless you and enjoy the word. Mark 3. Verse 7. But Jesus withdrew himself with his disciples to the sea. And a great multitude from Galilee followed him and from Judea. And from Jerusalem and from Idumea and from beyond Jordan. And they about Tyre and Sidon, a great multitude, when they had heard what great things he did, came unto him. And he spake to his disciples that a small ship should wait on him because of the multitude, lest they should throng him. For he had healed many insomuch that they pressed upon him for to touch him as many as had plagues. God bless you. You can be seated. I don't believe I'm going to be very long tonight. But I want you to understand what is happening in this portion of Scripture. Jesus withdraws himself from one area. He is being pursued by the Pharisees. But you will see often, sometimes it seems like in the midst of great revival, where Jesus just kind of backs off and goes to another area. You might wonder, as I have, In fact, I see in the Bible where one place it says that he is a God who hides himself at times. There are times when we need him the most that we wonder what's going on. I remember Job going through a hard, hard trial of his life. And he says, I looked to the one side and you were not there. I looked to the other. I couldn't find you. Has anybody been there before? You wonder, God, I know your work. I've heard of many testimonies of your miracles. But, Lord, you just don't seem like you're very close to me. We see this when Jesus comes in the flesh. We see him withdrawing himself at times. The question really isn't, God, where are you and why aren't you here right now? But the responsibility lies upon us. We can see that now the people that need him are not satisfied to sit by and say, why doesn't he come to my town? Why doesn't he come to my house? Why doesn't he call me out of the crowd? Oh, no. They took responsibility. They said, we're going to go seek him. We're going to go where he is. We're not going to sit back and say, oh, woe is me. Why isn't God doing anything? We are going to seek and we're going to knock and we're going to pursue after Jesus. Can I tell you, there have been times, I've taught it many times before, but times in our lives where where God is not seemingly as available as we desire Him. And we search our hearts and we say, why God, is it something in me? Is there something I need to to, to repent of? Is there some chastisement that that I, I need in my life right now? Where are you and why aren't you moving so quickly? But if that's not the case, and I believe God's going to reveal it in you, I believe God's going to tell you if you'll listen and pay attention, he'll give you the lesson you need. But I believe like 
I, I believe with all my heart that God is a God that desires us to pursue Him. He's, this is a, uh, an engagement, if you will. We're not at the wedding supper yet. And he's not looking for a wife. He's not looking for a bride. He's not looking for a church of people that are saying, well, God, you just wait on me hand and foot. I'll just stay here on my couch and wait for you to come by with the bonbon box. Amen. You do everything that I want you to do and you do it snappy. No, he wants somebody that loves him and is going to seek after him. He wants somebody that loves him and is gonna, gonna press through. Amen. Can I tell you what's going on? You say, where are miracles? Can I tell you what's going on here? Jesus had to tell his disciples, you get me a boat. I can't stand on the land because people are pressing in and I'm gonna be crushed by the, the, the seekers that want to get my attention. Amen. It wasn't Jesus saying, hey, are you interested? Do you care? Do you need something? Hey, what's going on? I'm begging you. Give me some feedback. Tell me. No, no, no. The Lord is saying, you got to get me on a boat or they're going to crush me. They were thronging him. They were pressing in. The multitudes were trying to touch him. I need a miracle. I need something. Where are you from? I'm, I'm from Tyre. I'm from, from uh, beyond Jordan. Why are you here? I need Jesus. There are many adversaries. There are many obstacles. There are many things that, that, that press against us the other way. There are temptations of our flesh. There are just problems that always arise. And, and many, many people just say, well, you know what? It's just too hard to live for God or it's too hard to get a hold of Jesus. It's too hard to get the Holy Ghost. It's too hard to pray through. I'm going to tell you, if you want it, God's going to give it to you, but not to, not with an attitude that says, if you, if you want to fill me or if you want to bless me, here I am. You come by my way. He's looking for a people, and he said, when you seek me with all your heart, in that day you're going to find me. We're going to see just in this few examples of what Jesus has set before us, that a very clear understanding that he's looking for somebody that doesn't have to be begged. Oh, will you please go to heaven? Will you please? I'll bend over backwards, do everything your way. No, God's looking for somebody that's willing to go through the fire. God's looking for somebody that's willing to go through the through the flood. Amen. God's looking for somebody that's in love with him so much. God, you're worth what I need to deal with. Amen. It's more important for me to be saved than to have my right eye. It's more important for me to be saved than to have my right hand. Amen. He's not looking in this lukewarm generation for mediocre people that say, I love you, but don't ever lift a finger and just saying, God, what would you have me to do? He's not looking to be our servant, that, that everything is, is God, you didn't do it uh, just the way I wanted. And it's not too warm, it's too warm or it's too cold. God's looking for somebody to say, here I am, send me. The Bible says he healed many. Is there any surprise? Is there any surprise at all? The one place it says he could do no mighty works because of their unbelief. I was thinking about that. Sister Carmen was testifying tonight, and she was saying, I don't ever want to come to a place where, where, where it's not special to me anymore. I don't want to ever take it for granted. Familiarity breeds contempt, the saying goes. It's easy for us to become so familiar with the same preacher and the same services and the same same order of things that we just we just set back and say, God, I have so many needs. But, you know, I, I want you to do it a certain way and I want you to have it a certain way. And I tell you, we are spoiled. 
God's been good to us. I'm telling you, you read through the Bible, you read through history and see what men and women had to do to get a hold of God. What men and women did to, to receive from God. You think this man, uh, just go through and, and just start thinking about names of men like Abraham. Wow, he, he just had it made. What a great man of God. Men like Moses, jo- Joseph, and Joshua. And on and on and on. And, and everything just handed to them. And I've got to fight every step. of them. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you, they face things greater than we can ever enter in our mind. To get a hold of God and to get a blessing from God, it didn't just happen as a convenience. Amen? These people thronged to the Lord. They pressed upon Him. Hey, it's not going to take less in this last day. So much the more as you see the day approaching. Amen? Praise the Lord. People just, just, oh, it's hard for me because I get tired. It's hard for me because I, I, I've got a lot on me. It's hard for me. Can I tell you, God's looking for a church. He's going to take a church out of this filthy world. He's going to take us out. He's going to call us up. And it's not for those that are lukewarm. It's not for those that have said, you know what? I'm not really sure how important this is to me. He shed his blood for a people that are head over heels, white hot in love with him. Amen. He's shown us that kind of love. He's shown us that kind of mercy. He's gone above and beyond to be a great God to us. Amen. Why would would we feel like somehow he owes it to us to, to get us there? Oh, he doesn't. But he's looking for a bride that pursues him. He's looking for somebody, praise God, that that, that seeks him. We've read it in Song of Solomon. The Bible talks about there, I believe, very symbolically of the woman sitting back on her couch. And there's there's her husband just at the door. Come on, let me in. I, I'm, I'm ready to come in. I'm, I'm ready to be your husband. And, and, and she's just so in love, but she just pauses a little while. And she doesn't really get up there and just respond to him too quickly. Well, he's gone. You find her out in the street saying, hey, where did he go? What happened? He was right there. He was shaking the door. He had his hand right there on the doorknob. And and where did he go? She's having a hard time getting beat up in the streets now, saying, where is my beloved? Oh, I need him right now. Can I tell you, praise God, we've got to respond. We've got to seek. We've got to have a heart that says, I need you more than my own comfort zone. Let's look at it. Matthew 9. I have a few examples here, specific examples. You know why they're here? For our understanding, for our, for our teaching. Matthew 9 talks about a woman. Verse 20. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years. She's physically weak, anemic. She's had this for 12 years. She's prayed. I'm sure she's prayed. But the Bible says, praise God, she makes her way out into the streets knowing that Jesus is in the area. And we sang tonight, this is where we get that song and that idea of touching the hem of his garment. She presses through the crowd. She is... Is I'm sure on her hands and knees to be able to to get a hold of the hem of his garment and tells herself if I can just I don't need to to be fussed over 
I don't need to make a scene. I don't need any special treatment at all. It's on me. I'm going to have my faith just on the fact that if I can press through this crowd, crawl on my hands and knees in my weakness... I'm not asking Jesus, if you loved me, you wouldn't have done this to me. If you loved me, you wouldn't let this go on so long. If you loved me, you wouldn't. No, it's all, it's my desire to be healed. And she presses through the crowd that is around Jesus, thronging him, and touches the hem of his garment. You see what happens later on in the story when Jesus says, who touched me? People are saying, you're crazy. What do you mean, who touched you? The crowd is pushing in on you, thronging you. How can you say who touched I felt the power of God go out of me. I felt that virtue flow out of me. I felt that strength flow. Somebody got a miracle. Who is it? And this woman says, it's, it's, it was me. Hallelujah. For she said within herself, if I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. But Jesus turned about him, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that very hour. I believe in a day today so full of entitlement, so full of of somebody else do the work and let me get the benefit. I believe in a day like today, God teaches us to seek and to knock and to press. I believe God teaches us. God... God has, like the children of Israel, they came out of Egypt, right, under Moses, and they whined, and they got manna, and they whined, and they got water, and they whined, and they got victory. Hello? After a while, the Lord said, that's done. That's done. Now we're going to teach you how to grow up. Now you're going to learn faith. Now you're going to learn how to fight battles. Now you're going to learn how to go through some things that are difficult. Amen. And uh, I believe in this last day, God is, has been good to us. And God has done a lot of miracles. And we can throw our hands up and say, God, why are you so good to me? But you know, there comes a time where God says, uh, do, do you love me enough to press in a little bit? Well, God, last time you just met me there. Last time you met the need before it ever happened. Last time it was easy. And God says, well, well, it, it doesn't have to be that way or you won't serve me. We don't want to be spoiled. Hallelujah. We don't want to act spoiled, let me say. Let's look at another one in uh, the Gospels. The Gospel of Luke, the 19th chapter. These are examples you will see. There are there are. Many scriptures that talk about the throngs of people, the crowds of people, the multitudes of people pressing in. But every now and then, the Lord just says, I want you to look at this one. Why does God do that? He wants us. This is important to him. This isn't just, well, good for her. He's saying, hey, look at her. Learn from her. That woman, she had probably a lot more excuse not to really get serious about pursuing God and seeking God and pressing in. Than a lot of us. Amen. Uh, that would have been 12 years. I want to stay home from church. 12 years. It's just too tough for me. She pressed in to get her miracle. And God said, that's what I want to honor. That's what I want you to look at. That's what I want you to learn from. Amen. Luke 19. Verse 1. Now, this isn't someone who needs a, a healing. 
But can I say this is just somebody who says, my life is a mess. I need Jesus. Verse, 19, verse 1 in chapter 19 of Luke, and Jesus entered, passed through Jericho. Behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, for he could not for the press. Do you see that? Oh, there's uh, over and over and over again, I hear about the miracles that are going on in the gospel. So many people, multitudes, it seems like almost everyone, really, at times, everyone getting a miracle. Do you see the press? This is not, do you, do you see people are saying, I need Jesus. Because, but the Bible says, here's a man who he couldn't get it through the press. Somehow that little widow, widow woman could, but this, this shorty couldn't make it. Amen. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was. It could not for the press because he was little of statue. He was short. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him. When you go above and beyond just the easy, the norm, it gets the Lord's attention. When you show, I am serious about this. I am desperate about this. Again, can I tell you, he said, when you seek me with all your heart. Say, well, I'm, I really need Jesus. Oh, that, that was kind of tough. Uh, maybe I don't need him as much as I do. Maybe if, if Jesus really wants me, he knows where I live. Isn't that kind of the way this generation is about many times? Oh, yeah, I want, I, I want all the benefits. I just don't want to work hard. This is not... Jesus noticed this man. He was short. He could have blamed God. He could have said, you made me this way. Uh-uh. He said, the Bible says he ran in front of the great big crowd. He figures this all out. This is how serious he is. Amen? I, I see the direction of the crowd. I, I'm going to run ahead of this crowd with his little legs and get ahead of everybody and find a tree, climb up that tree so that I can see Jesus. He wasn't willing to use his excuses to... To let Jesus go on by. He ran before, climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And Jesus came to the place and looked upon him, looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste, come down and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. There was somebody who needed something from God and they weren't about to just set back and allow this life to go by and say, oh, well, I guess it's just not meant to be. Oh, well, I guess this is just the will of God. People need to seek God with passion, with zeal, with fervor, diligently. Amen. Mark, the second chapter. I wonder how many uh, examples you could come up with. Mark 2. Here's somebody else that's coming for their, with their friend. Mark 2, verse 1. And again, he entered into Capernaum. After some days, it was noise that he was in the house. Hallelujah. And straightway, many were gathered together, insomuch there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. He preached the word unto them. There it is. Jesus is there. People hear about it. People are pressing into that house. 
There's no room to get in. I want to hear his preaching. I want to hear about victory, about faith, about deliverance. I want to hear about righteousness in the kingdom of God. The Bible says they came unto him bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. This man could not get himself to Jesus, so he is carried by four friends. And when they could not come nigh unto him, look at it there, for the press. People are pressing in. People have hunger. People have needs. People are desperate to get to God. It's not, God, if you love me, you'd do this. God, if you really cared, you'd do it this way. God, I want you to take away all the obstacles. Hey, that doesn't mean the door's closed because there's obstacles. Amen. There are times where you've got to seek God. There's times where everything's going to be against you. But you've got to hold on and you've got to press on in. The Bible says there were others pressing in. And this one that was carried by four of his friends, you know the story. When they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. How serious are they for a miracle? How serious are they to get a touch from God? It wasn't playing church. It wasn't going through the motions. It wasn't being distracted by this and that. It was, this is our directive. This is a mission. We've got to get to Jesus. We see this over and over again. Getting God's attention with a passionate desire, a diligent seeking. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. In a day like today we're living in, we, where the Bible talks about, again, that lukewarmness, that mediocrity, not cold or hot, and, and just feeling I'm rich and increased because I have need of nothing. If you, that, that, you might not say that, but the lifestyle that is just impact, no passion at all, no zeal at all, God's not impressed. God's not impressed by folks that have half-hearted prayers and, 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 and wimpy, just, just begging. God's looking for somebody that's going to press in. God's looking for somebody that's going to go above and beyond. I'm not backing down in this last day with my desire, my zeal to seek God. It's got to be put on fire. Amen. We want God to do more than ever before, but we put in less of our attention, less of our diligence than ever. Matthew 15, kind of hopping around the Gospels here. Matthew 15. Here's a woman that is praying, hallelujah, for her daughter. Matthew 15. I'm sure I've explained this to you, but there's something here that I've heard. I've heard it many, many times preached I, I feel like very, very improperly. It says there was a woman of Canaan that came out of the same coast. Now, this is a woman. Now, figure this, hear this. She's a Gentile. And I've heard people say this is like us because we're Gentiles. No, not exactly. We are Gentiles. We are not Jews. But this was for a time that the covenant was only to the Jew. The Old Testament, you had to be directly related to Abraham to be a part of the family of faith. 
Someone who was outside of that was someone who was outside of the covenant. But we're in the new covenant now. The covenant is now not about the blood of Abraham. It's about the blood of Jesus. So you're not a dog today in the sight of God. You don't need to beg for a crumb. You belong at the table with the children of God. Amen. Because the covenant is about Acts 2.38 salvation. To repent and be baptized in His name and be filled with the Holy Ghost. That, through the blood of Jesus, makes us graft in, adopted, as the sister said, into this family. So just because your lineage and your, your DNA goes back to someone other than the Jewish nation, that, that doesn't make you a dog in this generation. But thank God for the grace that has brought us in. But the Bible says this woman, she was outside of the family of faith. She was outside of the, the covenant. The Bible says the woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him. Do you hear this? She's not just going through motions. She's not just hoping for the, for, for the best. She cries unto the Lord saying, Have mercy on me, O thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. I've heard too many people, like I said, I, I feel like, can I just throw this in? People get way off track when they're looking for some kind of secret code in the Bible. Just, just throw that out. I'll tell you what's going on here. Here's somebody who doesn't really, really have a right to the promises of God. Healing is the children's bread, and it belongs to the children of God. But take a look at her faith and her zeal to get in touch with God. It's amazing to me that she comes to church, if I can say, and and I know there's problems in church. I get it. Here's somebody that came to church and she cries out to the Lord. The Lord ignores her and the disciples say, can we send her out? She's troubling us. There's some problems. Amen. Disciples came besought him, send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but to unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The time was going to come. It was shortly coming. He was going to open the door for whosoever will. But his mission at that point was to let Israel know your Messiah had come. Your king is here. They got a shot at, at, hey, here, we are ready to, to love you and serve you. But the law didn't get them ready for Jesus. And he was proving that point, And he was there for a purpose. But she's saying, I need a miracle. What all that matters, I don't know. But I need a touch for my daughter. She comes and worships him. In all this, come on, think about it. In all this, she's worshiping him. There's a desperation, Amen. She says, Lord, help me. He answers and said, it is not me to take the children's bread and cast it to, the, to dogs. And she said, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Listen, Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto you, thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Wow. There's something there that says, I'm not giving up. Hard times aren't going uh, are to dis- dissuade me from, from, from following hard after God. I, t- difficulties and troubles and, and, and hardships. I'm going to keep on. I need a miracle. I'm not giving up. I'm not backsliding. I'm not running off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on seeking God. Amen. 
This woman had every reason to say, well, I guess it's not for me. No, was not. She had to get victory for her family. Amen. Where does that put us, the children of God? Where does that put us? Turn with me to Luke. I'm not going to be much longer. Luke, the seventh chapter. Just to me, an amazing, amazing, amazing portion of Scripture that can be so misunderstood. Luke 7, 36. I don't see in this last example, I don't see a need for healing. I don't see her seeking for another family member or a friend. I don't even see her, though Jesus answers at the end of it all, your sins are forgiven. I don't see her seeking for, like like uh, in Luke, Zacchaeus, I don't see her saying, my life is a mess. I need, desperately need help. What I see is a woman that says, I just want to pour out my worship to the Lord. I want Him to know that I love Him so much. But doing that, just doing that, I'm not asking for anything. I'm giving. Giving all that I have. Her, her offering was not cheap. But to worship Him the way she felt, to worship Him with all, she had to break through to me, it seems like a lot more than these others even. Just to say, God, I love you so much. Because she was hated. Luke seven thirty six, and one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment. And stood at his feet behind him, weeping, began to wash his feet with tears and did wipe them with the hairs of her head, kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisees which had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner." Jesus goes on and begins to give them the parable of the one that was forgiven much, loved much. This was a woman, I believe, that Jesus is saying she's, she's got forgiveness of her sins and, and she loves much. But you know what? There was a lot. There wasn't a press, a crowd. She didn't have to break through the roof. But I'll tell you where the press was. It was, it was in her mind in her spirit to press against all that what people might think about me what people might are saying about me what what my reputation has always been it's not going to hold me back from giving god the best i can give him it's not going to hold me back from from pressing in and saying i love you jesus i give you my all We've never had to have somebody just press through crowds. But I'll tell you, there's been a lot of times 
I've asked people or talked to people and say, why didn't you just give a little more in that service? It seemed like God was really working on you. Well, you know, I, I know people know what I've done or I know people have. I'm not sure what people think, if I'm sincere, if I'm serious or not. And I don't know. People might think I'm just trying to, to do this or that, and, and therefore they back off rather than press through. God's looking for somebody to press through all that. When He matters the most, when He matters more than anything, there's a lot of folks that aren't seeking God today. And, and some of them, if you sat down with them, they might be able to kick your, take your time for hours and say, well, here's what happened to me. Here's why it's hard for me. Here's what, what really comes against me. Here's all the obstacles, all the problems, all of this. But I'm going to tell you, God's going to have a church of people that press through all that. God's looking for a bride that is going to seek Him with their whole heart. Going to press through adversity. Press through all the obstacles. Press through even the mental games that the devil tries to play with you. And say, I need a miracle. Amen. I need to be saved. Oh, let's bow our heads in prayer. Sister Katie, can you come play something on the keyboard, please? Oh, God, we love you. God's been patient. God's been loving. But I'm telling you all that you face and all that you've gone through, the Bible's already given you example after example of people that have pressed through and overcome. There's going to be a vast multitude of people in the last day that just step back and say, well, let me tell you why I'm I've never really got a hold of God. Why I've never really got the blessing I needed. Why I never really got the miracle I needed. I'm telling you, I, the way way this happened, or the way I was treated, or the the problems that I came against, or the hardships I've had. But I'm telling you, heaven's going to be full of people that have said it's going to be worth it all. That, that said, I, I'm, I'm, I've got to make heaven my home, no matter what, far above all else. I've got to be saved. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, this altar's open. There's others that need to be here praying. Oh, Lord. I don't need to keep, I don't need to, God to beg me. I don't need God to, God, there's, I, I, I'm not playing games. I'm not going to go through the motions, God. I'm going to keep on pressing. I'm going to keep on seeking. I'm going to keep on knocking. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Come on. Maybe some of your difficulties, maybe some of your circumstances, God just saying, are you going to seek me? Are you going to press on through that? Are you going to hold on? One place, Jesus looked at his own disciples and said, all those went away. Are you going away too? They said, where can we go? You have the words of eternal life. Oh, that's it. That's it. Keep on seeking. Keep on seeking, God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We put less into prayer, less into worship, less into... 
to all the areas of giving unto the Lord, and then we wonder, God, why? Where, where, why aren't you doing more? Why aren't you giving more? Why aren't you blessing more, healing more? Oh, there's a people that are seeking Him with their whole heart. Have you ever just sought Him with your whole heart? Have you ever just pressed through everything that the devil's thrown your way and said, you're not getting me to back down? Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We're living in a day so full of excuses. But God's looking for somebody that's going to overcome every one of them. Oh, yes, Lord. Just believe. Just believe. Come on, just believe. Where's your faith when it gets difficult? Where's your faith when it gets tough? Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Then your life. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. Just believe. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus is all that really matters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People fight for what's important to them. People persevere for what really matters. Oh, I love you, Lord. Just believe when you call on His name. Touching Jesus is all that really matters. Oh, yes, touch Him. Press on through. Come on. Teach us, Lord. Teach us to press. Teach us to pursue. Teach us to seek you with our whole heart. Oh, hallelujah. 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 How can we stand with those the woman that was with the issue of blood? How can we stand with a Canaanite woman that was called a dog? How can we stand with Zacchaeus, Mary, who anointed him with that alabaster box of ointment? How will we stand in the same heaven with them? that pursued Him, that sought Him against all the odds, against everything that was coming against them. Oh, Jesus, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes, Jesus, I praise You, Lord. I praise You, Lord. I praise You, Lord. Oh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So many examples in the Word of God. Men and women who put their life on the line. The Apostle Paul was given prophecy. Messages from heaven. If you keep on going, doing the will of God. 
you'll be captured. You'll be beaten. You'll be killed. He said, none of these things move me. I want to fight a good fight. I want to finish my course. Demas forsook Paul. It got too tough. Price was too much to pay. He loved this present world more than the kingdom of God. Don't you give up. It's time to press on. It's time to push forward. It's time to seek God more than ever before. Time to dig in to prayer. Dig in to faith. And be able to say, like Paul, none of these things move me. I'm going to make it to the end. Seek God. Learn from this Bible. Learn. Learn what it means to get a hold of God. Hallelujah. Let's all stand. Can we just lift our hands one more time and praise Him? God, you're good to us. Oh, God, you're good to us. You're teaching us. You're leading us, God. You're helping us through these end times, God. This flesh gets weary. This flesh, Lord, oh, gets too strong. God, help us to be overcomers. Help us to be overcomers. God, I ask you to bless my church family. God, bless my friends. God, keep us safe as we travel. Lord, just continue to work through us, God, and help us to to grow stronger in you. We love you so very much. We ask it all in the great name of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you, church. Love you. Praying for you.